I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast. My name is Jason. And I am Jordan. This is the podcast where myself and Jason have a little ramble about life as dads. A little ramble? Yeah, a little ramble. I am, I'm, I'm really tired. I'm, I know we say this all the time, but it's the point... Have have you ever been so tired that your face like wears it on just there? Like it is visibly obvious that you're tired. Oh yeah, I get bubbles under my eyes. So much so that my phone wouldn't recognize my face. Really? My face ID wouldn't work. Mate. <laughs> I was so like, oh, so tired. Get the face masks out. It wouldn't work. So what did you do to like rectify it? That type of my just pin. smile. <laughs> <laughs> It's too heavy to fill everything. Oh, here's me honest. Someone hold my face. <laughs> I don't. Well, I I genuinely like forget my pin because I don't use it as much anymore. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that was a moment of oh, I am really tired, and it's it's my own doing. Like every night where we have the opportunity for an early night, me and my wife will go should get an early night. Mm. Nah, I'm getting much better. Act just saying, that's me. I'm off. Really? And that was my New Year's resolution. Of course it was, was yeah. To go to bed earlier. Nice and nice to get it around for October. So, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're squeezing it in. But I mean, like the last last couple of weeks, I think, uh, yeah, I've just I've just gone, nah. Um, out of pure necessity? A little bit, but really? out of as well, like kind of, I've got this hour or two to myself. Let's go to bed. Really? Yeah. So we've been watching, we've been watching Loki. Are you a Marvel fan? No, well, well I am, but not not this. I just haven't got the time. We're keen. No, we don't. Well, we take it from sleep. <laughs> Opportunity cost. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, but then when you put it against like sleep that you could have had, yeah, and not feeling like this, is anything really that good? <laughs> I uh, I actually jotted down because we've been having some poor sleep with the kids. Both kids have been waking up. 
both kids have been coming out of my room. A little bit of an early daddy issue straight off the bat. Well, go on. My <clears throat> two-year-old daughter, Myla, can now open her bedroom door. So she can now... She can out. escape. She can get out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's been coming into our room. Luca's been coming into our room. So I thought I'm going to keep a little log of nighttime activity. Oh, this is great. And then in the morning, I thought it's quite a good night. It's quite boring. I went bring it up. And then I read it. And I thought, well, yeah, that was, <laughs> this is a good night. <laughs> so Thursday night, this was matter awake, 10 past 11. So I've been asleep for about an hour, maybe. An hour? I told you, I've been going to bed early. Uh, and then she was up at 25 past midnight, 25 past 12. And then I was in bed with her, but she has a cot. <laughs> squeezing on. Yeah, so it's a cot bed, taking the sides yeah. off. I, my back and my my knees. <laughs> Your knees? I've got, I've got bad knees. And this was my first evening playing football as well for about six weeks. So I just woke up thinking, my body doesn't work. Um, so that's 25 past 12. I'm then back in our bed at quarter to two. Yeah. And then Myla's in our bed at 20 to six. Oh, that is rough. That's a good night. Recently. That's a good night. This is Lucas sleeping through. Most nights he's been up. What's, what's, what's keeping him up? They've both just been getting up and coming into our room. Wow. But at separate times. They don't do it at the same time. Oh, yeah. And then once it's after five o'clock, they are both awake. If they if they wake up at that time, they, there's no going You've back lost, to sleep. You've lost, yeah. Yeah. So he Ooh. was in, I was going to do it last night as well, but I just forgot. But it was 20 past two he came in last night. So if that had been sprinkled into this night, that's 10 past 11, 20 past 12, 1.45, 2.20, 5.20. So you, you're almost better just staying up. And that's a good I, night. I would say broken sleep is worse than staying up late. Because mm. I'm, I'm grouchy. No, yeah, no, no, you're right. If that I get woken right. up, I am grouchy. Whereas yeah. if I just stay up, I'm just tired. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. So yeah, that was the, a night we had recently. Like I said, a night where I thought I was actually quite good. I won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, world, world updates, country updates, floods. I was wondering where we're going with that. I thought it's quite a big thing. Like, we don't normally talk about topical events. Yeah, that's true. been going on. Yeah. But we've had a lot of floods. We made the news. In the UK. Me and you. No. Did we? Where we live. You did. The North, that Derbyshire, Nottinghamshire, Sheffield. I'm sure we made the local news. No, national news. National news. Yeah. Flex. There we go. <laughs> 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 it's a bit of context for people that are so lost right now. A bit of context for people that are maybe international listeners. The UK has flooded this weekend. Um, I think it's like, they always say since records began, don't they? But like, it's it's been bad. Yeah, so I was speaking to somebody um, at church on Sunday. They've lived in Sheffield like their entire life and they're on the older side of life. And they were saying it's the worst they've ever seen Yeah, in, in Sheffield area. And like, my, my roads are still flooded. Like... I cannot get on the main road to Sheffield still. Yeah, we've got quite a main road near us that's still blocked from Saturday and it's Monday now. Oh, and then on, I think it was on Saturday night, I went out to go to the shop and there were just loads of cars parked, just abandoned on the main road. And I was working from home, so I was, it was a Saturday, yeah. Um, and I was really confused at why they'd just been abandoned. And then so M sent me a video that that road had been flooded and loads of people just tried to drive through it and all their engines failed. Classic. And so literally there's about 
there's about eight or nine cars that had just been abandoned. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. It's but been it, bad. It was pretty bad. And it doesn't seem like that long ago, since we had a, a voice note from Wade Potts saying about how England just isn't set up for hot weather. It's not set up for We've many types the of weather. Like, yeah. Listen, climate change is really doing one over on us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's true, though. It's the way you worded it. But I can report there was a, in the new house, there was no garage flooding. Old house? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Again, it's not funny. Well, we had, uh, so we've got some friends of ours that are away this week and um, their parents were meant to be looking after their dog. Now their parents live at the end of a country lane, one road in, one road out. Nice. That road flooded. So they couldn't get the dog. No one could get in. Could, could, they couldn't leave. No one could get out. Oh, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> so we ended up with the dog. Little Reggie came in and had Little a Reggie. Little what, Reggie? What sort of dog are we talking? He's a border terrier. So I'm not good with, like, how big? Small. A small dog? Like, yeah. the, like the handbag dog? Not, not a handbag dog. Sausage dog size? Bigger. Bigger. Jack Russell size-ish? I mean, I've been, I've been holding my hands like this for quite a while. <laughs> border ter- is that a sheep dog? Or no. Is that, is that a sheep dog? Is that what they're called? No, he's a lovely tempered dog. Okay. But you know, I've been toying with the idea of, do we go for a dog with the kiddos? Did it suit? Did you like it? It suited. But he's such a lovely dog. You could get an absolute nightmare. He's an easy dog. Yeah. He's brilliant. We love little Reg. Lure you into that little false sense of security. Yeah. So we went for a little walk as a family and Reg around the block, which was really nice. He, uh, He slept in our room. We like made a little corner for him uh and i I think mainly because of the whole milo coming out of her room thing yeah as soon as he hears the door handle he'd have been barking so i thought let's just have him upstairs rather than have him downstairs and think someone's breaking in um but then luca came in at like five like where's reg like mate reggie's trying to sleep like the rest of us (laughs) so yeah it was uh it was really good but it hasn't done me any favors so you want a dog? I, I, I want a calm dog. Yeah. You are rolling the dice. Unless you get an older one and then it's not a very but long I think my whole investment. point is that I want a dog that grows with the kids. Yeah. How much, like, I, I'm i quite naive in this area. Oh, I am as well. How much is it the dog and how much is it the owner? That's oh, quite a controversial see, yeah. topic. The XL bullies. They've been banned, haven't they? They've been in the news. Why are you so excited about that? <laughs> It's exciting. It's an exciting topic. <laughs> people are getting r- rallied up about it. Yeah. Don't blame the dog. Blame the owner. That's what people say, isn't it? Except I think in the UK, in England, like XL bullies have been responsible for like a, a, a large number of deaths, like in the past year. Like the majority of like dogs attacking people have been XL bullies. Mm. And so like the debate is, is it the dog? Is it the breed? Or is it the owner? I mean, it's got the word bully in its name. And it's you know I mean? XL. It's, it's a big bully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, there's a giveaway. Ah, f- for me, the, the thing, like, even like the most well-trained dog, like, they've still got their instincts. Mm. And so, like, dogs can definitely be really protective over family members, which is, on one side, fantastic. On the other side, if they misinterpret something... Yep. That's like quite a big issue. You can't really reason with it, with a dog that's not yours. Yeah, 
I'll give you an example of that. So a few years ago, an uh, old colleague of mine, uh, like a former colleague, he wasn't elderly, um, they were at a family barbecue and there was a baby, a dog, and the baby fell back. And someone went to grab the baby. The dog saw that as them going for the baby. Oh. Went for the person's hand, missed, got the baby. No. And the, the dog was just being protective. Oh, They'd been sat there for so long together. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like one of those things. You just, they are animals, aren't they? But no, I think more more bad owners than bad dogs. Yeah, I, I think to an extent, I think I'm I'm quite happy in a sense that so my wife's allergic to a lot of animals. <laughs> so it's out of the question for us: dogs, cats, probably a lot of others. Uh, one that seems to be on the cards is rabbits. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. No. So we've been toying with the idea of getting rabbits and plural. Really? Because apparently you can't leave a rabbit by itself because it'd get lonely. My sister's uh, rabbit got eaten by a fox on her 13th birthday. Nice. Yeah, I, I had a few rabbits growing up. A lot, They all died. Yep. <laughs> got eaten by foxes, one got run over. One of them escaped and ran away next door and got next door neighbour's rabbit pregnant. So they just kept it. I um, I know someone whose rabbit's head got cut off as part of a ceremonial sacrifice. What? No way. <laughs> True story. So in a sense, they're quite good at, you know, helping kids understand life. Yeah. <laughs> My word. <laughs> See, we think about getting rabbits. Two of them. That's, they are cute though, aren't they, rabbits? And like, so at the moment, like at least once a week now, when I get Noah up, um, we'll be going downstairs and, sh- and she'll talk about when we get the rabbits and sh- and she'll be saying ah when we get the rabbits i can go look after them now and clean them out and, and do my jobs because I- i've told like there's a lot of stuff that you have to do to keep them mm. um you have to do it at least once a week and so i think she's stuck it in her mind whereas once a week she's now going to remind me that she's ready to do her her jobs i know i'll end up doing it but it's just really cute yeah it's always a parent that ends up doing it but yeah i think the likelihood that the rabbits don't make it very far <laughs> but we got um I said to Luca, should we give Santa a call, Santa app, and ask him for a dog? And then it started to load and I thought actually I can't yeah, I can't make that call. It's rough, isn't it? Yeah, like you're committing. And that's and to put the weight of Santa behind it as well. Yeah. By the time it comes to the spousal agreement. So the little loading sign was going on. I was like, Oh, he's busy. Quickly turned it off. <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> Swerved it. Uh, moving on. From dogs. <laughs> I don't know how don't know how we got there. Um just to touch on, just to touch on rather, uh the episode from Lisa last week. Oh that that's quite I found that quite emotional. I loved it. I loved listening back to it. Oh, it was incredible and like I found I found it very emotional listening to her as we were interviewing her and then listening back again, I felt just as emotional. Like it it was really good, but it was like, oh wow, that's just I was kind of just, a little bit speechless. Yeah. And just, oh, wow. It was simultaneously, like, sad, but also really happy and hopeful. Yeah. 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 It was lovely to speak to Lisa. And we've had a, a comment from uh, Megan on YouTube. This is really, this is really small. Did she need new glasses? No. I just, I just can't see very well. I need no eyes. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. My daughter is 16 weeks old. And five weeks ago, on my 27th birthday, my mum died. 
It's true how loss and grief changes the way you approach life and parenting. I know now I want to make my mum proud and give my little girl the best childhood possible. Making the most of every day and creating memories really is so special. With a little smiley face. That's lovely. That's a really lovely message. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Megan. And it, it was. It was definitely one of those episodes that impacted me a lot afterwards. Like in the week afterwards, I thought about it quite a lot. Took a lot of photos on my phone that week. It's very sentimental. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. Mm. So if you've not listened to it, definitely go back and listen to that. Yeah. No, it's a good one. Thank you again, Lisa, for, for coming on. This message is a, is a long one, and you all know by now I can't read very well. So, Oh, great. Please bear with. <laughs> this has come from boop, on Instagram. Now, cast your mind back to season one. We found a tweet of a guy that books days off without telling his wife. Oh, yeah. And just sits on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> great this, idea. Mate, 100% great idea. Um, this message goes back to that. It's from... Boop. Hi, I'm loving your pod and I'm in the process of starting at season one to catch up on your recent ones. In season one, Jordan mentioned booking a day off just to have some time to himself, child free, pretending to be at work. Caveat. Disclaimer. Wasn't me. But it was a tweet I found. Um, I feel I can one up this. So I was reading this thinking, where's this going? Um, I'm currently doing a master's degree, which actually finished in August. However... I made up a big exam that I needed to revise for. It meant once a week, I got family and my fiance to take my toddler out for an hour or two so I could revise in air air quotes, brackets, have a bath, watch some TV, chill. And this went on for about a month. (laughs) Then on the day of the exam, I booked a table at a restaurant to go for a meal with my friends who are on my master's course, <laughs> who all did the same thing. Highly recommend. <laughs> How good is that? God. At what point is that like a good idea? And the other part, just deception. <laughs> I mean, it is... It's it's group deception also. <laughs> That's what I find so funny. It's got lots of lots of people involved. So I I had a question for boop, I needed boop, boop. to clarify. Do they now know that you are just chilling? If not, will you ever tell them? Oh, what was the answer? She said, "So far, mum's the word with a little emoji." <sighs> so they still don't know. They have no idea. And if I'm honest, I don't think I'll ever tell them. It's been bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the phone policy at that meal? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. 
Someone goes to get their phone out on Instagram and the meal. Everyone the, just jumps on them. No! The next message is from me. Are you happy for us to share this? We'll keep you anonymous. <laughs> I forgot about do, that. I, do I need to bleep the name? I think I'll go back and bleep the name. Bleep the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, so we haven't uh, completely exposed the person there. So thank you. Boop. I just wanted I just wanted you to bleep it again. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's so funny because I know what would happen if, if you were to post that on TikTok. The amount of comments people would just going, just talk to them, just take a day yeah, off. Yeah, just take a day just off. Yeah, a day just off. tell them. Yeah. I don't know how many days off I've had to just go and relax. Like there has to be a purpose to it. My wife's fantastic. Like. She pulls a shift in so I can do the podcast and loads of other stuff. Yeah. But if I went, I just need a, I just want to have a little bath, have a little chill out. Yeah. I'm not sure how high on the priority list that will be. If I said to my wife, look, will you just take them out for an hour so I can chill? Yeah. She'd be like, well, what do you think I want to do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But if it was really death and I said, look, I'm just, I'm really, and we have done this where I've gone, look, I'm just really struggling here. Yeah. Can you take them, like, give me a line? Can you take them out? Like, she will. <laughs> this is weekly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Thanks for that message. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that sound as the bleep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I encountered something this week, which, if I'm honest, I didn't think I would encounter so early. So my daughter's three years old. Yep. Pocket money. Yeah. So my daughter is now becoming aware that things cost money and she wants to do everything. So every time we go, um, every time we go to shopping to the weekly food shop with her, she wants to go on one of the rides. They, they cost a pound a time. And so it's like, you can't, you can't go on that every time. That's, that's a pound we went on yesterday. Like, and so she slowly understands the concept of money. Um, a couple of weeks ago, she thought every coin was a pound. Yeah. Whereas now she's understanding there's differences. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had this scenario where she, she came down the stairs and thought, oh, look, mummy, I've I've got a pound and this is my pound. And and was like, don't you mean my pound? That's my money. And I went, yeah, my pound. <laughs> <laughs> just repeating your words. And so I just said, like, not talking to my daughter, talking to my wife, just saying, I think we need to discuss, like, start thinking about pocket money. Mm. And my daughter went, but I don't have pockets. Oh, bless her. <laughs> and it was so cute. That is so cute. But also, it's got me thinking about and scheming, like, because again, it it started up a short discussion where my wife was like, okay, pocket money, we can talk about it. And I went, yeah, what chores are we going to assign to pocket money? She went, well, that's not, it's not pocket money then. You're making a do stuff. I'm like, of course I'm going to make her do something for money. Child labor. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good, good training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, I'm curious to know for people with older kids, yeah, like what is the setup? Because what's appropriate, like per task? What's, yeah. what's I'm, what I'm basically looking for? What is the minimum wage for child labour? <laughs> <laughs> I've said before, haven't I? Recently, that like when I'm in the garden, yeah, my four year old will be like, oh, "I'll help you," and then he'll ask for money because so, he's done. So, what is your? It's always a pound. Oh, you start at a quid. Yeah. What's but, the most that's run up in a day? Oh, it's it's just a pound. Oh, pound yeah, maximum. Yeah, like bog standard, just a pound. Yeah. Um, I think I remember, and I could be wrong, 
Mum, if you listen, well, Mum doesn't listen to this. Comments on everything. Uh, <laughs> I sounded really ungrateful about that. I know. I really appreciate the support from my mum. Uh, I think it was like you get your pocket money unless you've like misbehaved and it gets taken away. Ah, okay. I think. Interesting. Could be wrong. But no, I'm all up for like, you know, if you've done this and you've done that, you can get your pocket money that week. I think what I'm thinking uh, at this age where she doesn't need money for anything, she's with me all the time. If she wants to do something like go on a Peppa Pig ride or something, which usually I'll just pay for, I don't mind assigning sort of tasks to those things. I was like going, okay, if you've done these things, you can get X amount of money. But I just so, it feels too soon. Mm. It feels too soon to be thinking about pocket money and money management. I've had the other thing where, like the other way. So our son's got a money box. I'll be like, oh, you've been so good. I think you can have a, a pound for your money box. But flip side, I've now started to say, look, mate, get it together otherwise i'm going to take a pound from your money box oh it really like he behaves that's like basically a star chart but in money yeah i I don't think i would actually take any money away because that feels really mean that that does feel mean but then like it's threatening with it bank finds you 100 pounds yeah monopoly there you go there you go gives you life skills do not pass go so he's got a mini box what's that how long has he had that for uh, someone bought it for him when he was really young like it's a little star shaped my first money box oh, so does he understand the concept like saving up for stuff yeah that's amazing yeah, I yeah. think I might start doing that yeah so <laughs> it's quite a funny one so he's he's quite clever yeah um, especially with numbers so my mum came back from holiday and gave him £10 holiday money and so we went to the shop and I said you've got £10 you know go buy whatever so he picks up two toys he says daddy how much are these I said, well, that one's eight and that one's four. I said, how much does that make? He could see him like figuring it out. And he just went, 10. (laughs) (laughs) With a little smile on his face, little smirk. And I went, no, it's not. And then like the smile broke and then like he knew. And he went and put one back. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. He's, he's quick. Kid. Yeah, we've got his first school parents evening tomorrow. Oh, big topic. And I'm, yeah, I'm a he bit, dreaded it. I'm a bit nervous knowing what I was like at school. I just hope he wasn't like me. I, are you, are you like concerned at all about the social setting or are you just, just concerned about what relates to Luca? I just, yeah, I just, I just hope he listens. Yeah. I know that he'll be fine with like the, the, the learning element because he comes home and you can hear him talking to his little sister. He'd be like, right now, look at me, look at my mouth. Mm. Mm. And he'll go, it's not muh, it's mm. So like he takes it in, he comes home and he recreates his day with his little sister, which is lovely. It's so nice to hear, but I just, I just hope he's well behaved because I wasn't, I wasn't, no, I wasn't reception. I wasn't misbehaved. Can you be misbehaved in reception? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. I told the head teacher to shut up when I was three, I think, in, in the nursery. Three? Four. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad wrote several letters of apology that I had to just take in. I remember that. I was reception, younger than reception. I, th- I think I, I bit someone at nursery. That's common though, isn't it? And like through biting. a chair. Oh, that's not so common. No. I was a nightmare. <laughs> 
give him the chair. Yeah, so I just remind myself, kids can be naughty at reception. Yeah, so I just, yeah, I just hope that he's he's not like me. I'm sure he's not because he's lovely. But um, I fully expect to hear some sort of like words along the lines of, he's very lively or he's, he's very social. Obviously, lively means he doesn't sit still. Social means he doesn't stop speaking. We what do we get um, energetic. Energetic. She has a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just like in the mornings? No, it's all the time. She's like this until she conks out. <laughs> so yeah, hoping for a good first uh, parents evening tomorrow. What I'd I'll be curious you know. at, at what age do children understand the concept of... You've done that three times now. <laughs> Ding! Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that was anticlimactic, wasn't it? For those that are listening, that's the glass on the desk. I, I'm curious, at what age did children understand the concept of like getting out of school? Or like pulling a sickie? Yeah. Because one of my earliest vivid memories of school was a friend of mine, I think in year one, a friend of mine went, I really want to go home. Shall I poo my pants so I can go home? <laughs> I was not expecting. And the funny thing, this was at the beginning of break time. I went off to break time. (laughs) Come back after break. Everyone's walking into the classroom, and this guy sat there on the side with his pants in the back. (laughs) So he did it. Smoking. He just sat smoking to himself. He's like, oh yeah, he's figured that one out. Oh my, he's figured it out. You say, did you say figured? Yeah. Oh good. <laughs> yeah, oh my he's, word, he's figured out the system already. <laughs> just his just a great social cost. Oh my, it's a near one. No one really thinks twice about that. At least he called it though. Genius. It wasn't like, an accident. And I remember thinking at the time, I thought like it was really smart. Yeah. I thought you're clever to have figured that out. I didn't copy, but it's his world. We're just living. <laughs> We're just living in it. Have you ever pulled a sickie from school or work? From school, all the time. Yeah. Oh, I, I never did it. Yeah. So this is my thing. So I wasn't misbehaved. I was just chatty and like to joke and cheeky. But I wasn't. I never like lied or, you know, like shouted at teachers apart from telling their teacher to show up when I was really little. Yeah, so I, I tried not to be, like, aggressive. I was not aggressive towards teachers. I was just annoying. I was yeah. a really annoying kid. I got told off quite a lot. Um, but, yeah, I I think looking back on, like, when I was... Uh, more when I was in secondary school, um, I used to, like, be off school quite a lot. And I think looking back, it was probably to do with, like, social anxiety. But I didn't have that language back then. Mm. Like, we, we didn't understand anything to do certainly I didn't I wasn't very bright <laughs> but like I didn't know anyone that had that that stuff wasn't recognised that you could have anxiety or depression that was like quite taboo or like quite serious so I used to would re- I remember like really not wanting to go to school because I was like anxious hmm. and so I'd just be sick or fake being sick yeah um, but I remember like having letters sent home because my attendance was quite low when we got that bad um, really I say that bad. It's probably like 80, 80% or something, which is quite a lot. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it didn't. One day a week off. Is it really? Quick maths. There you go. <laughs> Quick maths. I, I, think. I don't know if it was ever like 80% low, but it was definitely in the 80s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I used to do it all the time. But I think I I think it's because I was anxious and just didn't find like school quite difficult. As the older I got, I didn't really know how to navigate certain social situations. Yeah. I think. It makes but sense. But I'm, I'm curious what age do kids figure that out? Like, because when you're at school, if when you go past like the reception, there would always be that kid that's like waiting to get s- sent home. Yeah. And it's like, are they faking it? But most of the time, yeah, they just want to go home. Yeah, yeah. And like, they give that little smirk. <laughs> but then when they look at the receptionist, oh, I feel poorly. I had a friend, well, I've still got him. <laughs> but at school, he's, uh, he's diabetic. And they used to keep Mars bars for him in the office. And every now and again, he'd just go to me, do you fancy a walk? <laughs> okay, yeah, gone. He goes, sir, I'm feeling a bit dizzy. I think I need to go get some sugar. And they go, all right, quick. Like, Can Jordan come with me? I'm like, yeah. In case he fainted, someone had to go with him. Um, and me and him would just go for a walk, get a Mars bar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Chopper. <laughs> um, we finessed a child-free night on Friday. Ooh, very... I'm intrigued. How did that go? So when I say finessed, <clears throat> finessed. So uh, we touched on <laughs> last year, we don't celebrate Halloween. Partly for religious beliefs, partly because I just think it's a bit silly. And um, <laughs> I said to my to my sister, I was like, look, because the boys like will be missing out on the Halloween stuff, let's let them have a sleepover at Nanny's house. Because they always ask for a sleepover at Nanny's house. Nice. Everyone agreed. Uh, my brother-in-law then got COVID and my nephew started to get ill. No. So my sister said, look, Zeph's not going to be sleeping at Nanny's um, and my mum said, well, we'll still have Luca. I said, cool. I then texted my mum separately and said, look, you'd prepared for two kids. I said, why not still have two kids? <laughs> and uh, she said, yes, yeah, send her around. <laughs> so this was Friday morning. Friday evening, uh, me and my wife went out. We had some tapas. Oh, nice. A new place. Lovely. Really I, nice. That, that ooh was a bit too much. I'm, I'm a little bit hungry. Mate. I love tapas. Trying a little, lot, a little bit of mm. different things. Yeah, bit of pork belly. Oof. Oh, oh, mate, it was super. Like, and the crispy bit was crispy. Amazing. Really nice. Uh, came home, slept <laughs> from wow. eleven till half past seven. Unbroken. So I woke up at about five, but ah, as a habit. Yeah, and I checked the time, went back to sleep. Mate, but uh, yeah. Half seven. But before we went to sleep, I said to my wife, and I told her before we recorded this, you were here. So I'm going to out you for this. Because it really irritated me. (laughs) I said to her, because she's quite noisy in the morning. And for some reason, she can't open doors quietly. So I said to her, look, if you wake up before me, don't make noise. She said, what do you mean? I said, just don't make noise. Half past seven, she's blowing her nose. (laughs) Next to me. I'm just, I woke up thinking, what's that noise? That's not what I was expecting. <clears throat> I was expecting like the hairdryer, slamming doors. No, just, she had a bit of a runny nose. I thought, you know what? For that. I'm going to blow it right here next to you. 
And that's what woke me up at half past seven. But from 11 to half seven, absolute dr- I felt like a different person. I'm not even joking. Eight and a half hours. I felt so fresh. And you, and you, you know, sometimes you wonder how do these people, like they don't have kids, how do they function so well at work? Now we know. Now we know. Just one night to catch up. <laughs> then the next day we had football, had to pick the kids up. It was raining. It was awful. I felt great. Just stood there with my umbrella. Just took it in your stride. Loving life. My my 10-year-old nephew came with us because obviously his dad was poorly, his brother was poorly. I said, do you want to stay over? He stayed with us all day. He had a sleepover in the evening. Wow. I just felt great. Mate, finesse was the right term. Yeah, it was wonderful. So yeah, went out, had a bit of us time, which was really nice. Yeah. Just to sit, like put my phone down, just like eat nice food, enjoy it. The other thing, didn't not have to be back for a babysitter. Yeah. That's something that's like on my mind. Obviously, when you go out. You're conscious. You don't want to keep him too long. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, go relieve the sitter, as they say. So, uh, yeah, really nice. That's We've not, we've never really had like babysitters. We've got like family that tend to look after my daughter, usually overnight. We don't tend to do the, the half night babysitter. Yeah, but we use our, in well, my mum and in-laws quite a bit. That might have to be, uh, might have to come into play a bit more. Yeah. Never really thought about that as an option. Yeah. So that was Friday night. Yeah. We were also out Saturday night. So social. Mate, two nights in a row. So we've got we some got friends. <laughs> yeah. We've also got some friends. Uh, got some friends that are adopting. <clears throat> Reggie's mum and dad. Nice. And um, they're away for uh, this week before they adopt. And so they said, look, before we, we you know, become parents and our child comes home, let's have a night together to kind of just get a takeaway or chill out. Oh, lovely. So he said, yeah, brilliant. So uh, got my mum around again. <laughs> and we've got some friends that have not yet got kids. And I'm going to wow them. This is Sam. I said this. <laughs> we were sat at the Chinese, so the blokes went to the Chinese to get the, the Chinese. and uh, Hunter-gatherers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Primal. And uh, we're, sat in the, we're sat in the takeaway and he says... I don't know what's wrong with me. For some reason, I just can't... I keep waking up early on a Saturday morning. <laughs> he said, I just can't get past half eight. What? I burst out laughing. Part of it was hilarity. Part of it was just rage. Outrage. <laughs> I said, The Mate. audacity. <laughs> the audacity. There was me chuffed with my half seven yesterday that I was actually a little bit annoyed with because of the whole Kleenex. Other tissues are available. <laughs> But yeah, oh, I keep getting working. I keep waking up. I can't get past half eight. Half eight. It's got a H on it. Would you, if you, if you had the option, would you sleep past half eight? Would your body allow you? Uh, no, not now. Because even before we had kids, I, I couldn't couldn't sleep in. Like, I mean, I could, I could do till half eight, maybe nine, a push. That'd be me done. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Em could sleep until midday every day. Yeah, I could. But really? like pre-kids. Really? Yeah, I could I could get to the afternoon. It's the dream. Did at uni quite regularly. Yeah, but after uni, in life. Yeah, I think a Saturday oh. morning, <clears throat> I I'd, uh, I'd could easily do like 10 o'clock. I, think I, I don't think my body just wants sleep anymore. <laughs> but no, now. Not now. Not now. Not no. now. <laughs> so here we go, hoping for the best tonight. I might do another log. Another sleep log, see how Just it do goes. a little voice log, like, you know, that 
they're doing the Mars mission. Oh, I'd get an elbow. No one's put on Mars yet, but you I'd know get an I mean. elbow in the ribs. <laughs> if, if I just started like, it's uh, oh, 800 hours. That's that's the, that's a lion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if it's like quarter past one in the morning, I'm there going, it's quarter past one. In fact, I'll do it. Let's see. <laughs> that's brilliant. See how it goes. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Parenting Tools podcast. We really do appreciate you tuning in. If you want to send us a message, please do at Parenting Tools Pod. Yeah, don't forget to follow us everywhere. No, not in person. <laughs> <laughs> On social medias. <laughs> I need to reiterate, do not follow us in person. That would be weird. It wouldn't be interesting either. No. <laughs> to be a lot of lack of sleep. Yeah, just, just tired dads doing not much. Me going to Aldi, buying the food for the meal and not thinking ahead to other days. <laughs> what? Come I home. do that every single, every day I have the same conversation with myself and saying, this is the day I'm going to do a full shop for the week. I never make it. I end up just buying that meal and I end up buying a few random bits which don't fit into any other meal plan. Yeah, I get that quite a lot. I'll come home <laughs> with the bag and she'll go, is that all you've bought? And I'm like really chuffed at myself that I've been and done the shop. I'm like, yeah. She goes, what about tomorrow? Oh, we'll cross that bridge. <laughs> and then tomorrow comes, there's not been an opportunity to cross the bridge and we've got no food. <laughs> that, that is de- literally a daily occurrence. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with juvederm volbella xc and juvederm ultra xc your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com today that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 